Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, I hope everyone is having a great start to 2018. Because of the holidays and my upcoming live show in New York on January 11th, the show schedule is a little topsy-turvy, so I decided to share one of my bonus episodes with you. I picked out one of my favorites, which is when the gang from Jalopnik joined me to talk all about the behind-the-scenes stuff and outtakes that happened during the filming of their show, Car vs. America. And it will give you a taste of what you can expect from the bonus episodes. Things get pretty weird. You can help to support my show by going to patreon.com slash askacleanperson and selecting one of the levels of giving. That's also how you get those bonus episodes. Your generosity really helps me to keep the show going, and I appreciate it so, so, so much. But there are also some other ways you can support my show, like leaving an Apple podcast rating in iTunes or liking my Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash askacleanperson. You can, of course, also help me by spreading the word about this weird little cleaning show that you love so much. Tweet about it, tell your friends and family, share your favorite episodes on Facebook. It all helps. Thank you guys so, so, so much. I love, love, love you. Hey, you guys, it's Jolie. This is Ask a Clean Person, the podcast, the bonus episode. I'm here with the whole gang from Jalopnik. I've got Kristen. I've got Mike. I've got Raph. We're all here. We're going to get bonusy. Yeah. We're drinking. It's true. We're drinking. It's going to get wild. Us. Yeah. Kristen, you, oh I, come I, now! I have to drive tonight. Excuse me. Do you? Where are you? Oh, going? do you really? Where are you I'm, going, I'm going to Jersey tonight. Oh, okay, Jersey. fair enough. Yeah, uh. I'm staying the night, and I got an early appointment with uh, the shop to get my winter tires on my car. <gasps> That's right. All right. Mm. So it's an actual first. important thing. Well, well the, see, this is the dilemma. See, because I don't have parents in Jersey, I am considering maybe buying a car. I'm like, I live in a crappy Brooklyn apartment. You have where a car. I, yeah, the Yugo is not a car. <laughs> the Yugo is not a car. It's not a car. It's not a car. But I was like, maybe you should get a real car. And I'm like, where do I store winter or summer tires? Valvan, I've been tires. to your apartment. You can fit tires in your apartment. You know Easily. what? You talk to Olga and Easy. you Yeah, you no, Olga's her. not right allowing ahead. tires in the apartment. And Go frankly, right I'm with Olga on this one. Yeah. No tires in the apartment. Yeah. No if tires my, If my apartment. apartment was bigger, I'd put tires in my apartment. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I, listen, I don't Kristen, argue with you, no, Chris, because no. I'm terrified of you. this doesn't have to be an argument, <laughs> Kristen. I just want to say thank you so much for offering your apartment for a place to store It'll amount to $500 I mean, a month. Yeah, I you can, you should, I, honest to God, just bring them in and be like, what? I, this is Jalopnik. I'm, this is Jalopnik. Is this not a car website? Yeah. You know, I should try and just that. Like, and I will let you know how it goes. Wait, can you actually try it? See how long. I actually should try it and see, see what happens. Wait, wait, wait. Are you talking Please about four wheels someone... and tires? Yeah. Yeah. That Please as have a... someone oh, video oh. it. Well, not even, not even like, the wheels because I was going to dismount the old ones off the wheels. No, leave the. Oh, and you were going to use the yeah, same yeah. wheels for the yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because uh, I was going to say. Unless you guys want to get me a new set of wheels. No, I was going to say a couple mounted wheels and tires that makes like a little table it that you can put next to a sofa and something and then put stuff on. We'll see. Like, yeah. we'll sneak it Someone by Will. Someone can blog there. Put yeah. one of the interns and they make it their desk. Oh, my God. We are getting a new intern soon. I yeah, think. we are. What? I know. Yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah, we're going to. There's a bunch of applications. Manual labor. No S. One, like, messaged me on Twitter. He's like, hey, I just applied. And I was like, well, email me and. 
let's chat. And he like sent me his Kinja stuff and it wasn't bad. Oh, yeah. Social. I mean The I way you phrase that though, well, email me, let's chat. That's yeah, Kristen. Kristen's gonna end up on a list of shitty, <laughs> shitty, shitty media women for sliding he just, he in just, interns DMs. He just graduated <laughs> college. He's legal. <laughs> Send me creepy messages on Twitter. You know what? This is not making myself better. So, so. Some of the people on that list, it was like creepy DMs. That was literally <laughs> what some of them were, like creepy DMs. I don't like, know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that means. Yeah, just don't DM. Yeah, don't DM. Never ever, slack. Ever don't, DM. don't DM. Never tweet. No. Never, never tweet. tweet. Never tweet. Never tweet. Yeah. Tweeting's fine. Tweeting's fine. If we, if I, if I didn't tweet, I wouldn't have that amazing roundup of food spills and cars. That was that the a really that weird way of pronouncing horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> that was the weirdest. That was good hashtag content. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching your faces. That oh was, my god, that was fun. Don't watch our faces. Our Speaking faces of, are terrible. Of I watching didn't even your faces. You know, watching your faces. The, <laughs> the amount of comments. So our TV show, Carver's America. Watch it on Fusion Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. And eight, that's 8 p.m. Eastern and Pacific. And Pacific. Yeah. Very good. Um, the amount of comments we got where they're like, these guys have faces for radio. I was like, <laughs> thank you. It's true. Yeah, you know, we were going from like the British school of thought, which is that if, if someone is so ugly on TV <laughs> that you would feel like, hey, at least I'm not that bad. It's a good like, show. Have you ever watch. watched like a British, a British sitcom? Yeah, that's, that's how you feel like, oh God, it's not that dark. <laughs> yeah. Yeesh. Yeah. And that's, you know, th- that's us. They came to us and they were like, well, we really need a show that represents the short with bad teeth and bad hair. And, bad <laughs> and I was like, I think we got you covered. We can do this. There was yeah. one episode where I think it was the H2O episode where we really both had just atrocious hair at the same time. <laughs> you, want, you want behind the scenes stories? Yeah. Yes, yes I do. The, the amount of times we would finish shooting a scene and the camera guy is just like, you need to, you need to do this with your hair. <laughs> it, just, it would I was like, just be in two different like, directions. But, but we just, we just filmed that whole scene. And he was like, yeah, you did. <laughs> I'm like, can we redo it? And he's like, no. Nah. That's just it now. That's, just That's it. what you look like. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> so it's for you to live with. They didn't uh, spring for hair and makeup, huh? Oh, no, no, no. no. In the oh, beginning, God. in the beginning, they Wait, did. No, they did not. What? You guys got fancy haircuts. No, in no, Soho. no. We didn't get. No, no. No, that First is of all, true. That's the haircut the I corner. usually go to. I go to the fancy That's place. That's also not hair and makeup. Is... Getting a yeah. haircut is not hair and makeup. Yeah. I go to the fancy place because this is as good as it gets. This is miserable. The this haircut, is as good as it gets. The haircut we got before the show, the lady shaved part of my chest hair. <laughs> what? Yes. They didn't do that to me. Well, so they, they had me <laughs> she like- She was like, we need to tame this. I was not used Does to yours, Soho. Does like, stick out? I was not used to the Soho like haircut experience. Okay. It was like this It's the sort same of, as getting any other haircut. No, it's it was like this fancy stuff. They gave you the whole haircut. the hot towel thing, and I was sort of, you know, you're swaddling. Okay, that part is nice. Your whole face the swaddling is, is yeah. nice. Your face is vibrating because of the heat and whatever. And I was sort of out of it, and like they're sort of like, you know- Facial hair things. <laughs> you have a lot of facial hair. Uh, at the moment, I do, uh, and I did at the time, and uh, I did not realize that they were like not only were they trimming it up, which I thought was weird, <laughs> but they had also yeah they had trimmed out the top so that it would it not was like, poke out it of was my like shirt. They started at your Adam's apple and went up and down from there. <laughs> like, oh, and it was like make some room here. <laughs> It clearly made sense to somebody at the time, but then, like, if I wore any shirt that was, like, slightly down, then you would see, like, normal hair and then, like, four hairs, which were, like, half the length of all the other ones. You'd just be like, well, how did it happen? This is what, what I mean. occurred? People think making TV is glamorous, and it's just very degrading. It's not, yeah, no, it really, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I haven't done, um, I've done TV appearances, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and I've done, like, you know, web, web, 
filming and you know well some li- some live obviously facebook live stuff and like some that was like filmed and edited and was like a proper shoot and all of that stuff yeah um and like yeah it's the opposite of glamorous it's yeah it's humiliating it is so time consuming it's so tedious yeah. oh yeah like oh, yeah nothing will make you feel worse i can't it's like people are always like Oh, don't you want to be? T- I was at I was at a memorial service recently, and um, one of my like OG editors um was like, me and I were catching up, and I was like, you know, I'm back at GMG now, and blah blah. blah. And he was like, yeah, I, I think I kind of did know that. And he was like, you should get, you should get one of those those fusion TV shows. Yeah, and please um, do. And I was like. Um, well, off, off mic, I'll tell you what I said to him about that. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh. even on the bonus episode, this was, this was too, too negative for me to repeat, um, out loud, but I'll tell you guys. Um, but I was just like, I was like, no, I don't know. I don't want to. What I would love I is if my whole life TV. could just be disturbed for several months well, and I could thing. lose my brain and yeah. be like told when and where to so, be. So and we like, did, we did 12 episodes, which is technically like a half season. Yeah, we were on the road for two and a half months. Each episode you see is twenty-two minutes. That's been boiled down from three days, twelve of shooting at of shooting five right. days per shoot, five days per total, shoot, three days of shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, each day was at least twelve hours long. Yep. Um, so that's a full thirty-six hours, which is boiled down to twenty-two minutes. Yeah. So there's so much, so much. There's actually great stuff. That's been left on the cutting room floor. We're going to try to run that on the site. Okay, good. Um, so, yeah. So, that's also some of the stuff. Like, what? what's some of the stuff that you were really bummed out didn't make the cut? How much control do you have over the, like, the lost footage to, like, play with and do stuff with? I mean. <laughs> the secret tapes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's going to be on the <laughs> oh DVD. So, like, I'm so a, on the laser disc. Like, like, Kristen knows. It's like, I'm a big, I'm a big Bravo super fan. And one yeah. of the things that they, they used to do, they don't really do it so much anymore, is that at the end of the, like, Housewives seasons and Vanderpump Rules seasons and all those, they would do like a, um, a after the reunion they would do like a special like unseen footage hour long thing yeah. of just like yeah clip like a clip show of the unseen well, stuff and it's great. Well, there's plenty of that, and so I'll say you know the first episode for instance because <laughs> most people are if you've seen the show if you've seen one episode of the show you've likely seen the first episode because mm-hmm. that was the one it's. On YouTube.com. It's the skid plate one. It's, it's a skid plate one. So you guys, you guys, also, I have to say, and I'm I'm biased because I know you guys, and I love you guys, and I now work with you guys, but really, it is such an enjoyable little show. It just is fun. It's like, it's just- Oh, a, I'm glad you like it. I really genuinely do. And and not just because I know you guys. I mean, it helps that I know you guys because it makes it, like, it makes it- Biased. It, it makes it, the yeah, terror funnier. It's, it, well, it does. I mean, like- we were so hopelessly unprepared <laughs> in that episode. You have no idea. Oh my god! They, they were, were like, like you're... "Okay, you go make a TV show now," and we we're like, "Huh?" Yeah. <laughs> Not only that, but they're just like, "All right, you guys are gonna do skip play racing." We're like, "What? What do you mean when?" And they're like, "They're like, no, now, T- today." Like, and and, and then it's, it's like, like hurried up because the crew's on a twelve-hour clock. We're following union rules here. So well, get no, even literally, like the absolute first scene that we shot with the skid plate racers. So we pulled them out onto the track. We just built one, and then we borrowed one of the one of the cars that one of the guys who helped us build it. Mm-hmm. He normally used the building. By the way, was like super scary for me because Balaban, you hold like 
The mallet. The mallet. That Man. also was like a longer thing too. Oh. That made me scared. So, like your technique was so bad. Truly and awful. I, 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 I was so scared that you were going to take out your kneecap. Well, I will say in that episode too, the guy softened it up for Raph. So that Raph had no Did problem not. with it. And Did then he not. was like, okay, you do the other side. And it was not softened up at all. And I have no idea what I'm doing. I have very soft hands. <laughs> it's true. I have lived an academic it's life. True. Like, it's I'm true. not, I'm not going to pretend to be anything else. <laughs> After Mike so was done, I went and then bent the rest of his side as yeah. well. But, but I did slice my finger open like six seconds into doing that. Ooh. Yeah. Like literally the, it's like, all right, you guys are doing a TV show. Like go help tear this car down. And I was like, cool. And I like had to take out a piece of plastic yeah. and then just like instantly like my, my finger is open oh, and God. blood is everywhere. But I will say from that episode, there was a huge segment entirely cut. Because from the first episode, we didn't really know. I mean, we've never made a TV show before. We're like, how much do we need? Mm -hmm. So we're like, well, just let's just keep cramming stuff in, mm -hmm. you know, and it'll be fine. Um, we went about two, three hours outside of North Carolina. We went to Southwest Virginia to visit a guy named Gary Duncan. Gary Duncan has, as far as we're aware, the largest car collection in North America. Wow, possibly one of the largest in the world. But yes, no one over talks about cars. its size yeah. because the size is not. Size what, doesn't matter. It's not what gets you. <laughs> it's the, what it consists. The cars that he collects are so strange that you forget. It, it doesn't even cross your mind that, that like that's There's one so of the many biggest. Of them. It's like, yeah. and and a lot of them are like, oh, this is. If you saw one of these cars on the street, you'd be like, wow, that's a really unique car. Uh -huh. But what breaks your brain about Gary Duncan's collection? Which is all for sale, by the way. It's technically all for sale. Oh. You go to Gary Duncan Imports. He'll sell you one. Um, so you'll see a car. If you saw one car on the street, you'd be like, wow, that's so unique and special. And I feel really nice for seeing it. You walk in, and there's a hundred of them. In every color oh God, and every it. option. It's like it breaks your brain. Imagine if like you were at the Louvre, right? And you went to see the Mona Lisa or something. And you're like, there it is. There's the one. And then someone at the Louvre was like, oh, no, no, hold on. Come back here. In this warehouse, we got a thousand of them. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it, it's like, what? Different periods of his life, different yeah, moods, it's, different it, paints. It doesn't make any sense. Well, and it so, breaks your brain completely. So Gary Duncan is this very sweet, just like Virginia kind of guy. Uh -huh. He, um, yeah. If you walk into the front of the dealership, he's just like, here's a Bible if you want it. Okay. He's just like very, you know, just like the sweet old man. Mm -hmm. In, he was a Honda dealer. He actually is still a car. It, it, he, he owns he a number owns of multiple car de dealerships now. It's not just Honda now. It's like Porsche, Volkswagen, Audi. Back in the eighties, he was a Honda dealer. Honda dealers at the time were raking in the cash. Um, he went in nineteen eighty nine to the Tokyo Motor Show, um, and when he was there, he went to see like what Honda's coming out with next year. Though. Yeah. When he was there, he walked over to the Nissan stand, and they had this kind of car, which was this like they had back in the eighties. It was a bubble economy in Japan. They were mm -hmm. everybody was making tons of money. They were like. You know, we can make as many cars as I we want. I remember the movie Gung Ho. Exactly. Yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> so they made, the Nissan made a special factory where all they did was make retro cars. So, like, way before the Beetle, they had cars which the new were Beetle, sort of. The new Beetle. Okay. And way before, like, the Chrysler PT Cruiser and, Ugh. like, they but had, all these retro-styled cars. They had these adorable little cars which were reminiscent of, like, French cars from the 60s, but, so I'll give you an example. Things. One car was called the Escargot. It was a van, S-Cargo, mm -hmm. like S-Cargo. Mm -hmm. It was a van, but it was named after a snail because they were like, oh, it looks like a snail. And it's adorable. So you have this like adorable retro snail van 
I want it. Yes. Well, <laughs> so in 1989, so did Gary Duncan. And Gary Duncan walked up to the people at Nissan and were like, hey, I sell cars in America. I sell Japanese cars in America. I would like to sell these cars. Americans would love these. They would and, go nuts. And, yeah. it, and he was right. Yeah. But the people at Nissan were like, no way. Americans would never appreciate these things. They're too weird. We'd never like them. Yeah. We're not going to sell them to you. And you'll, we'll never sell them to Americans. And he was just like, you'll rue the day. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. And that's... one day, I'll make it a personal quest of mine that I will sell these cars to Americans and I will finally, and they will finally appreciate them. So, Well, the thing well, is, in so America- here comes, here comes the American law. You, know, the, you might be thinking, oh, well, why doesn't he just bring the cars over himself and that no problem. In American law, there is something called the 25-year rule. If a car is younger than 25 years old and it's not tested for emissions and safety, you can't sell it here. But the second 25 years are up, all bets are off. Okay. You could basically sell anything you want. So 25 years after 1989. Oh, my God. Gary Duncan. Gary Duncan you, holds you, a grudge you, like you I think, hold a you grudge. Think, you think yes. Peter Thiel holds a grudge? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, so here's the thing. My, oh, my patrons know this story because I actually I told it when Sam Woolley was here, our mm -hmm. beloved artist in residence, Sam Woolley. Yeah, the best. Um, the best. Um, when he joined for the bonus episode, I had like promised my patron, I did like a patron drive, um, that I was going to tell the story about a grudge that I've been holding since 1981. Yeah. So I wow. actually think that I actually am still the, the, the winner of the grudge match. Holding. You weren't even born then. <laughs> yes, I most certainly was. Um, I'm older <laughs> than you think. I'm the second. Do you know that I'm the second oldest person at death? Although, actually, maybe now that, that Roth is there. Older than Rabbi Pacheski? It's amazing that he's still allowed you, to be a rabbi with uh, that tattoo on you, his neck. You know, Marchman's a Civil War veteran. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I am I am older. Um, I, th I think, actually, Dave Roth uh, ruined my my, uh, my no. status. But I'll forget, I love Dave Roth. Dave Roth and I go way back to the all, so like we've got love and fam. Yeah. Oh, sure. Um, but until he joined, um, only Dave McKenna was older than me. I've, I've got about hmm. six or nine months on McGarry. I've got like a year or two on Marchman. <clears throat> See, my... my Drew McGarry's my like 12. Yeah. I was like, I was like a year no, or two on McGarry is not hard. Yeah, no, 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 no. Drew, Drew, Drew and I are the same like... I hear they're going to promote him from intern sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no. Drew, and I, Drew and I are the same like graduate year of high school and college okay. but i'm but i've got like i've got like i think six months on him or something All right so yeah i am yeah. actually like yeah i'm an yeah. i'm an elder at deadspin <laughs> it's just crazy it says more about, about deadspin i think <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. um but yeah holding a grudge since 1981 is not better bad. than teal and not as powerful as teal um but yeah i also i mean well gary duncan used his grudge for good exactly he, he, certainly he did, did use his so 25 And I haven't used my grudge for any kind of good other than telling a good story on the bonus app. Worth it. Yeah. So yeah. True. So 20 he knows his 25 year will exist mm -hmm. and cuz he's a car happens? person. Yeah. Yeah. Then what happens, Brad? He starts importing them. Yes. By the dozens, if you know as many as he can get. Okay. Good ones is like in Japan, each you one, know. Each one of them is like pristine. Okay. But he has he has people he knows in Japan and he's like he's not he, a guy. He, and he does this he does this with the United States now too. He has people all across the country. This is true. They watch Craigslist for They're her, him. are his eyes and ears. Yeah. 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 His little birds. And yeah, his little <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, no it's, this it's is quite true. true. Spider and his little birds. I love it. This is true. But if Game they, of cars. But if they see, like, a 1983 Celica Supra up for sale on Craigslist for 100 bucks, 
They call that Gary up. He offers the person fair market value. Doesn't matter what they're asking. Okay. He, he said he's offered above what they're asking. Mm-hmm. And then he gives them a $500 commission. Love it. Yeah. But so he's got this sort of system set up in Japan, too, where he's collecting them from all over. Because in and, Japan, and they're just old cars. Yeah. yeah. In Japan, there are people, a lot of people are like, what's the special bit with these? But, but here, these, they're These special. are the cars they're pining over. And now you get sort of like a weird thing where in Japan, they're reporting American cars. But we'll get, we can get there later. That's a, yeah. Yeah. Um, so he, these cars are streaming into the United States, and they're all going to this one warehouse in rural Virginia. You'd never think anything. You'd drive past, you wouldn't notice. But yeah. you wouldn't even drive past it because it's not like, Because oh, it's rural Virginia. Why, yeah. It's not like, oh, I know rural Virginia, Richmond. No, 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 no. This is like Virginia Southwest, that, like that little panhandle it's got. Mm-hmm. That's where it it's is. It's one of those okay. roads where you you to get to an exit on the other side of the highway, you have to drive like 20 miles in the other direction <laughs> before there's a, like a crossover yeah. Yeah. and then you can come back. Yeah. So they're all streaming into this garage until eventually he's amassed over 900 of them. Now, it's fascinating because at this point, like, they're sort of a collection and they're sort of an inventory. And he's collected more than he'll, like, ever be able to have right. for and, one person. And it's not, but it's he's not, also more than he could ever really sell in a lifetime. Right. right. And it's not just Japanese cars now either. Like, if you see one pristine DeLorean, that's a special thing. Mm-hmm. He's got two. He's he's got like the car that get that uh, Barry Goldwater used on the campaign trip. Oh my god! Yeah. He's got and they're all in. He's got like absurdly an... pristine condition. He has a collection of. I mean, this is Japanese, but a collection. They have a class of cars there called K cars. Mm-hmm. They're extremely small. He's a collection of Japanese K fire trucks. I, yeah, I mean, he's got it, pristine Chryslers. Well, like he he's sells... got a Volkswagen. He's got a Volkswagen Beetle with 17 miles on it. Oh my god! Not, and, and it's not a new Beetle. It's like a 19. It's like a 1973, and it, not 17,000 miles. 17 miles. So he's a sweet man, and he's engaged in this sweet pursuit, and he's also just cognizant enough that he's gone insane. <laughs> <laughs> no, but back, and he's trapped in his own. But madness. back to Raf's point about. Like, I mean, listen, I, I. Feel like I identify with that, right? And I mean, him and he's... you know that's the thing. Like I started off when I, you know, when I started ask a clean person, yeah. right? I wasn't a cleaning expert. I was just the person who knew a lot about cleaning. Yeah, I was sure. a fix. I was my friend's fixer, yeah. right? I was yeah. the one who everyone called when they needed a problem solved that they didn't want to call home for, yeah. right? Yeah. Easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I'm a crazy person who yeah. has people tweeting photos of their filthy wash water <laughs> that I then share every single Wednesday with a special hashtag. Like I have, well, I have thing. gone over the edge. That's the thing. I, and I, here I, but here, but here, I, like it's like Raph, like yeah. I've gone over the edge. I survived. And now I just want to keep going over the edge. But Absolutely. that's the thing. He's, he's also, he's realized it's gone beyond his own lifetime. It's beyond himself as a person to the point that I asked him like, these are all technically for sale, but first of all, how much how much would you say this collection's worth? Which is like a weird question, but I was like, I'm a journalist. How much is it worth? And he goes, the whole thing. Like if someone wanted to buy it today, I was like, yeah. He goes, about twelve million. <gasps> and yeah. I said to him, is so? What would you do if someone offers you twelve million? And he goes, I I could never sell the whole thing. And I was like, well, do you plan to sell on most? Do you plan to sell at least most of it? He goes, I plan to sell most of it. But he was like, here's the thing you have to realize. And also imagine that you're listening to this in very genteel Southern accent. Okay. Just this unbelievably, just like, just this tall, just like unbelievably sweet old Southern fan. And he goes, here's the thing. I'm in my 70s. 
um, for most of my life, I was a bachelor. Uh, he got married, I think, in his late 40s or early 50s. Okay. Um, his now wife, she's got kids. They're his stepkids, but mm-hmm. they don't really have an interest in it. And he was like, I know this collection will last longer than me. Mm-hmm. He was like, I know. I just don't have a lot of time left yeah. to get rid of all of this. Yeah. And I'm like, so, so what do you do with it? He goes, well, you know, um, sell as much as we can now, and then it donate, it, it'll all get donated to charity. So these things will end up either in museums or the property of nonprofits that then can then go and sell them mm-hmm. themselves. Yeah. But like, it becomes a force for good. It in the becomes world. A, right. It becomes a bigger. Right. That's beautiful. Right. And it's this incredible story of like weirdness, but also goodness. And don't forget that these cars are like they just put a smile on your face the moment you see them. They've got like you like two they're all candy horn, colored, yeah. and oh. they're just like minute. This is like big headlights. Oh my God, well, now I'm heartbroken that this didn't make it into the show. Yeah. Can right. You, this is the can you first take, episode. Can yeah. you take the footage and cut it into like its own standalone? Well, that's, web thing. We're that's like, exactly as, what we're trying. literally as we speak. Yeah. We've compiled like, the whole list a, of all this stuff. That's such an incredible story, yeah. and it, I mean, I, I think it needs to be told. It needs to be told. It, it, it for absolutely more needs than to be told. the like you know two hundred people who are going to be listening to this episode because they subscribe on Patreon. Like, yeah. you know. Yo, these well, cars are well priced, <laughs> legit. If you're thinking of buying, like, oh, I kind of need a used car. Maybe the used car that you need so is like a Wacko nineteen ninety two. Why don't we buy one? To drive from the Deadspin pod to the Jalopnik pod. Would it would fit, that. honestly. But, it like would fit honestly in the but like I was saying, Jalopnik cannot afford anything. <laughs> so, but these cars are also not crazy. They're like six to ten grand. I mean, some of them a are more Honda, than that. But a like, Honda Beat, yeah. you could get off of him for like four and a half. And that is legit one of the most enjoyable cars I've ever driven. Honda. What? And the, you can get a Honda. What? Yeah, Honda, he's got many Honda Now, bus. you don't know this because they color. never sold them in America. But Honda, in, the, uh, in like the early 90s. Mm-hmm. They took their smallest economy car engine, mm-hmm. which wasn't even like just minute, and instead of sticking it in the front of an economy car with a little hatchback behind it, they stuck it in the middle of a car and made it into a little roadster. And you're like, well, that's going to be stupid because it's tiny and it's got a tiny engine. It's not going to be that fun. It's just going to be kind of tedious. And you drive it, and it's like driving a like a skateboard. It's absurd. And like... <laughs> The wind is in your hair and like all the motions of you do the steering wheel and the shifter is like, okay, it's but just here's thrilling. also the tragedy of television. Raph is telling me this story and that's all I have to go on on what this car is like to drive because I got to drive one of the K fire trucks. Mm-hmm. Raph got oh to drive God. that little Honda. Oh, which had and, the best horns and sirens oh, yeah. and like but, a PA system. But, <laughs> that was it. We ran out of time. The crew was on a 12 hour yeah, limit and, and we had to drive it. three hours yeah. back. So that's it. I never got to drive the, drive the Honda Beat. We, uh, we have to go back. Well, now we have back. to go back. Yeah. yeah. Well, Let's bring I'm, Raymond. Yeah. yeah um. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I have a, an amazing idea. That's one episode out of twelve, by the way. And and when they got to us, they were like, the first rough cut of the first episode. They were like, it's twenty eight minutes. It needs to be twenty two. You're six months over, and we haven't even put Gary Duncan oh, in. Yeah. So like, so like that yeah, stuff. Yeah, gotta go. Okay. Yeah. So here here's my, here's my great idea because this is how we're gonna get the company to pay for it. Yeah. This is do it, please. This is the this is the team trip yeah. where all of you take turns teaching me to drive so that we can determine which of you is the best driving teacher. Oh my gosh. Yes. I'm because down for being this. a Content driving teacher has nothing to do with we're which, high-fiving you. You guys. can have amazing drivers mm-hmm. who are terrible instructors. Yep, terrible exactly. teachers. Unbelievable. Exactly. Bad. So um this is actually And I feel like and I feel like the right mix of for the three of you are the right mix of people and Patrick. And so I think mm-hmm. that that's the trip. I think that like we get a, I think we get a, like a sex offender van. 
with yeah. some like sweet, <laughs> nah, yeah. sweet airbrushing. Yeah, on I'm it. sure we could find one of those. Yeah, sweet airbrushing in the whole night. We visited the fan club, in Portland. Fan club it was and they're awesome. all super nice people. We met I this. Bet. Gu- we met this guy from Russia, Sergey. <laughs> Sergey. He was covered in tattoos, some of which long were... hair, like looks like he walked right off the metal band stage. He's okay. like, yep, he's got. I'm picturing it. He's got a denim jacket. Where he's replaced sort of the top parts with leopard print. Oh, I love him. <laughs> Is he single? No. I, oh. Um, oh, no. But he had like all these tattoos of like vintage vans and stuff. And we were oh. like, "Oh, did you get those after you had a, after, after you got your van?" He's like, "No." He's like, "I the got thickest them." Russian accent. I got them in Russia, and, and he was like, "I got them because this was my dream." He was like, "I wanted to move to America, have no job, and be homeless." And live in a van across <laughs> the country. He was like, I've achieved my dream. And he and, had this and like, unbelievably awesome 70s van. He was surrounded by his friends. There was such he serenity was, like, li- he was literally living his best life. And I was just like, you are the you are more goal oriented and successful <laughs> than like ninety percent of the people I know. Yeah, and you live in a van. <laughs> That's the thing. He got every, if he wanted to be an astronaut, he'd be an astronaut. It was, it was just yeah. Like, yeah. like the people you meet are just anyway. But going incredible. back to your point about instructing, there's another thing on the show. So in our Seattle episode, we went to a rally school called Dirtfish. And I'm talking to one of the instructors, and I'm like, oh, clearly you've been rally driving for 70 years now. And he goes, actually, no, uh, before I started this job, I'd never set foot in a rally car in my life. And I was like, what? He goes, no, 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 I was a race car driver. Okay. But rally rally driving is entirely different than driving. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, I've, I know how to play bassoon, and now I have to play banjo. Okay. Like, they're <laughs> both technically musical instruments. But entirely different. <laughs> so uh, I like that your mind also can just pull up bassoon and banjo. I, I used to play oboe. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so he, I was like, well, how the hell I used do to you... date one of those, strong lips. Yeah. yeah. Oh, mm. real. I'm for sure. It's a thing. More than I needed to know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry, you guys. <laughs> Raph, this is a thing beyond you. Um, anyway, so I ask him. You okay, Raph? Raph. Raf is literally Raph. blushing right now. Oh my god, he blushes about this and when we try to find him a girlfriend. These two things. Raf has been made uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so I asked him, well, like, how the hell did you get the gig? And you don't know what you're doing. And he was like, no, now I know what I'm doing because I've learned on the job. But he was like, what they look for is how good of a teacher you are. Interesting. Mm. And he was like, the rest we can teach you. Mm-hmm. But if you can teach someone else, that's all we need. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So here, here's my here's my theory. Yeah. My theory is that Patrick is actually going to be the best teacher of all of you. Definitely. Most. Yeah. Yes. He's the worst driver Without, by yeah. far. Worst by driver, far. He's but awful. Best teacher. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, the best teacher by yeah. far. Yeah. Um, which I, is like you know why he's you know why he's EIC like well this, you know it's like this also he follows, can like keep it all together when yes. you know like neurotic writers are falling apart and neurotic Jolie is falling apart. I mean, he taught me, so I I know. I also, like, literally, I just feel so sorry for all of you because, like, I'm I'm very capable in, in, like, behind this mic and behind my laptop and cleaning a floor on my handsies and kneesies and Mm -hmm. cleaning up after, you know, a murder. Sure. I uh, <laughs> I didn't hear nothing. I, I don't know who like, Julie is. I I can like totally keep it together. Sure. In like so many situations in which it's it's very good to keep your shit together, but like you guys, I there will be tears. Yeah. Yeah. There will I will definitely I will definitely yell. Yeah. Like 
not not yell like I'm getting mad at you. Like I'll throw a temper tantrum. I will definitely storm out of a car at some point. That's like, good. No, no, no. This while is it's what, moving. Like, I, this like, is why we have. This is why we have to teach you in a race car with six point harnesses and a roll cage. No door. No door. No door. Um, and I mean the wor- the worst thing is like first of all. I um there's there's several reasons. I mean basically the big the biggest reason I don't drive is that I consider it a gift I've given to humanity. Um, mm, true. A gift of life. But there are like there are two particularly bad qualities that I have that like don't lend themselves to being a great driver. And I'm not sure which is worse. Um what, is it like I hate Wisconsin and yes, like, that <laughs> Specifically, yeah. I hate Wisconsin. No, um, one, I have a temper. Okay. Mm-hmm. And two, I startle very easily. Oh, dude, I have such bad wrath issues. You're gonna be fine. It's fine. You I, learn to control it. The startling easily is the problem. Like anything the, can like the startling easily. I honestly, I can't say anything other than, you know, healthy on the road because most people don't get startled by anything and then they crash. Right. Um, well, the other thing the, is too. And part of the, this is part of the reason that I startle easily. And I think Kristen, you've heard me talk about this. You guys might have heard me talk about this in the office. I have a highly observant eye, so I see things that other people don't see. Oh God, you see, you, you see I this. see everything. Oh my God, I see. I, yeah, I'm, so you're a hor- you're a horror. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I do. I mean, like, I actually was just joking with someone the other day, like. Playing Where's Waldo with me is a nightmare because I'm like Waldo's very fucking there. When you, you I can never blind? see Waldo. Like yeah, I'm like when you never. fucking uh-huh. blind, like you know, and I go full Boston, yeah. and like you know the whole. <laughs> oh the, the, you're blind. Oh, also, I'm from Boston. Yeah, true. There, that yeah, there are three strikes Ooh. against me in terms of the driving. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want me to be encouraging of you, or do you want me to lay <laughs> something down because I can? You can lay it. You down. may I'll be. You may never be a good driver. I'm never gonna be a good. No, I'm never. I'm never gonna be a and, good driver. Well, oh no, no, no! I am never gonna. I'll be a good driver. I'll veil in a compliment because some people are bad drivers because their brains are too active. That's me. My dad can't. He can drive. Look, he's he's an accomplished driver. He's driven, you know, quite some distance. You know, but, many times. But he's also successfully like he's also growing up in com- California. We yeah. would often drive to the mountains. He would be the driver. You know, kids in the car, getting you know whatever, chopping down trees. Yeah, or whatever. but Raph's dad is also an accomplished academic, and he can't relax on the road. Now, like my mom or somebody, or like you can talk to my uh, to like our coworker Jason. He'll he'll write about this. The really nice thing about driving is you can sort of relax. You can turn half of your brain off. For someone who's got a bit of an active mind, it can be very meditative that you're sort of driving and you're sort of like you're slightly relaxed. You're only paying attention. You're paying attention to certain things, but you sort of aren't worrying about, you know, the stress of what you're going to be doing tomorrow at work or whatever because you're just thinking about the road as the white lines sort of hypnotize you. But oh, like, no, I'm now I'm like, oh, this is going to be like me on the treadmill where it's like an hour of me like turning everything over in my mind, telling myself stories, coming up with fantasies like. Right. Yeah, like no, my dad will be, be on a trip and he'll just be like, oh, there's a car in front of me. I should pass it. Oh, there's another car. I should pass it. Oh, there's another car. I should pass it. And he's doing 90 miles an hour. He's pulled <laughs> oh, over. And I, oh, also, I get I get crazy competitive, competitive over things that. Normal people wouldn't yeah. be competitive okay. over, okay. and he like and not competitive over things co- that normal people are. So like I'm, if I, I can, yeah. if I can provide any words of advice over like the wrath and the competitiveness, don't drive. No, have a superiority complex. If what? You, if you oh. understand, if you understand from the get go that everyone else is a terrible driver, they all think they're good, but they're all terrible. Mm. I've driven in cars with many people; they're all awful. There are a few people who have the gift, but. 
If you're listening now, you're not one of them. I promise you. I'm not one of them. I'm not, I'm not one of them. For sure. I know I'm, I'm not one of them. It's okay. Kristen is. Accept- Kristen, yeah, absolutely. Kristen's yeah. Fine. But if if you understand that, that everyone else is terrible, then you don't get mad because you're like, it's like getting mad at a puppy for not being able to read. That's true. It's like, eh, it's not your fault. Like, you're just not meant to do this. It's okay. And also, uh, you don't have to get competitive because you already know you've won. That's how I drive. Yeah. It's very true. Yeah, no, legit, that's good advice. Yeah. Okay, that is good advice. All right, maybe yeah. you're going to be number two teacher. Uh, Kristen's going to make I've me already, I'm Kristen's trying to give you a complex, cry. so. <laughs> Kristen's going to make, make you cry. Kristen's going to make me cry before I even get in the car. I would car. not make you cry. <laughs> She's vicious, vicious. Not I would not make you cry. <laughs> She'll insult your family. If you, like, come in with, like, spaghetti and meatballs, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. And just dump it on the back seat. <laughs> This is what I think. Then there'll be a fight. <laughs> there'll be no crying. No, I would not ever dare. I would not ever dare. I have to tell you, I was stressed out when we were supposed to go to the um, the car show together because it was supposed to be a rainy day, and I was like, I'm gonna obviously wear my rain boots, and then I was like, That's fine. How am I gonna get in Kristen's car afterwards with my like muddy well, rain the boots? The car show has like, been rescheduled. Weekend. When will this air? It uh, this is gonna air before the car show. This great. The car show is November 26th. Yes, please plug in New it. Jersey. Uh, you could find all of the details on jalopnik.com. Mm-hmm. Be there. We're going to have so much fun. There are going to be so many great cars. Yeah. J-A-L-O-P-N-I-K.com. Yes, exactly. Um, and you guys should really go. I have to tell you, I um, so originally I was supposed to go. Kristen and I were going to um, – we had, we got a press sample of a of the Dyson car and boat vac. Oh, I still hmm. have to review and, that. Um, and we were going to bring it to the car show, and we were going to do an extra fundraising thing. We were going to charge, like, $3 to vacuum people's cars You can out. vacuum mine. Please and, vacuum mine. But here's the thing. So at the last minute, even before it got canceled because of the, um, the the big storm and our the flood hurricane, watch. Our hurricane show got rained out. Yeah. Got rained out, yeah, the, which is the most really gelatinic thing horrible. possible. Yeah. Um, I, unfortunately, ended up having to go up to Boston for um, a memorial service. And uh, not not the one I was just talking about. It was my, hmm. I had two in a week. It was yeah. So, if I could give anyone life advice, don't ever have two memorial services. You can't help that. I'll tell like, my friends and family. It was really. To keep that in um, mind. Mm-hmm. It did a it did a big number on me having to go to two and two and a week. That would like, do it. It made me mm-hmm. like really just like rethink kind of everything. I will say on the plus side, I reached out to a lot of people, and I had and and because the first one was like a contemporary of mine who I used to work with. Um, I also had a lot of people reach out to me from that that like fam. Um, it reconnected me with a lot of people and yeah, like, that's good. Yeah. And that, which was nice. And it was good to send those emails of like, hi, we, we have like weird, bad blood over something that happened four years ago that neither of us remember, mm. but like, let's, that's silly, you know? Yeah. So that, that's, that was like a good life affirming thing of the two memorials in one week. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Um, but anyway, so that I was like, you know, at the last minute, not able to go. And then it got canceled. And then unfortunately it got rescheduled. I'm going to still be in LA. Ah, so oh no. I can't go. And I, the funny thing was, is that. Do you have, do you have a life-sized cardboard? That's, ex- you? Um, that's exactly I, yeah, what I was going to ask. I'm flying, I'm flying back on the 28th 
um, from my, I'm going to LA for a week for Thanksgiving, and that's the night of the Deadspin Awards, and like, who's uh, Deadspin? What? 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 <laughs> what? <laughs> Deadspin. What does um, that even mean? <laughs> so, um, the thing was is that like we we got the date, you know, obviously like a, a while back, but I had already booked the the tickets because I booked super early, um, and like my the out of towners were like oh like you know just like change your flight and blah and i was like okay i'll think about it and like every time i'd be like i should probably change the flight like i should probably go like not because i want to go to the deadspin awards because i want to see her and i was like no i don't no i don't care that much like i'm sorry (laughs) guy. like i just don't and then i heard that the the car show was rescheduled and i literally was like I'm going to change my ticket. <laughs> hey. Which, like, I can't, I can't do that. Cause it's just like, it'll, I have, I've got like some work stuff to do that yeah. I have to stay there for. But yeah. like, that's how, that's like my love for Jalopnik that I was really like, you shouldn't, we're all terrible I, people. You're not, you're we're the truly best people. awful. Um, but you guys should all go to the car show and it's going to be, it's a, it's for a good cause, raising money for, for flood relief for all the various hurricanes. Yeah. Um, don't quote me on fun. this, but I believe around 15 grand has already been raised. <gasps> Yeah. yeah, that's amazing. Don't quote me on that. That's amazing. Uh, is such if a you're listening to this, pretend I didn't just say it. But uh, only like, yeah, not like, yeah, yeah, not tens but, of people, but some like this. obscene number. Yeah, yeah. that's amazing. <laughs> I'm proud of you guys. Yeah. You guys yeah. are the best. Hopefully, be good. You're the best. I mean, that's ten that's, cents. We that's, need all of your donations, that's, please. That's God. Jalopnik plus Blipshift. Blipshift is our partner in this. Okay. Uh, they sell a lot of automotive themed T-shirts, things like that, apparel, equipment. Uh, they've been partnering with us, and together we've raised hopefully an amount that'll help somewhat. But that's the thing; you should still come because any little bit helps. Yeah, any little bit helps, and also it's gonna be fun. It's yeah, gonna it's be gonna really be really fun. fun. Okay, Car- so cars and Jalopniks. like what Jalopnik, could literally be more fun than that? Here's the thing: Jalopnik has never hosted an auto show before, but I've been to similar auto shows in New York City, and we've got like such crazy turnout. There was a Mazda RX-2 from the 1970s. Oh shit! Ooh. Somebody came with their Lancia 037, which, if you're listening. You know how insane that is. <laughs> I mean, it's just th- there's good, good stuff. Cool. I'm yeah. I'm really excited for you guys, and I'm I really I am genuinely sad to miss it, but I know that there will be other ones. This and is true. um, you know, this is great. And then we're gonna we're gonna plan this trip. We're gonna go down, and we're gonna go. We're to gonna go down to Ru- Southwest Virginia. Ru- we're gonna get some bar- yeah. good barbecue. We're gonna some d- good moonshine. Yes. Yes. All very good. We're gonna teach Jolie to drive yeah. in yeah. a place where there are no cars. Yeah. For me to hit. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I think you should start on level 10. That's how you get well, good. So we're going to start you on Flatbush Avenue in Brooklyn. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, my no, no, God. No. You guys, so here's the thing. I actually did learn to drive in level 10. I I used to live in the north end of Boston, which is the Italian neighborhood. Oh, it's yeah. right near. Oh, where Mike's is. It's, yeah. Um, and um, it's right. if you guys, like, obviously know that part of town, it's right near the Boston Garden and, and all of that stuff. And it's like. An area of town with incredibly windy, narrow roads that are constantly under construction. That's what yes. you want. Um, that's the, yeah. that's and that's the, place to the learn. driver pulled in to my like little alleyway that's a street. Yeah. Um, you know, only in the north end. Mm-hmm. And made me back out. Smart. Good. Oh. And ba- I had to I had to bang a Yui onto Commercial Street. Nice. Which is oh. the street that then takes you down towards the Boston Garden. And yeah. that is literally how I learned. That's like yeah, I, and, if, and if you're not, and if you're listening, you're like, "What's Commercial Street?" It's called Commercial Street. It's a big street. <laughs> it's a big yeah. and like, 
it, I mean, it's just a it's just a wreck too. Like yeah. it's not where you want to learn to drive. You can so, like, you can learn to go forward until you know how to go backwards. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I was this I was like total, totally thrown into the deep end. And like, if you guys know Boston at all, and you know where this was happening, like it, it was it was insane. It was too and too much for someone who startles easily. And I came it's home difficult. I came home crying, and I the whole thing was bad. It's hard to imagine. Oh, and it was, and then it started raining. Oh, yeah, as you want. It started yes. raining yeah. when I started raining when I was on the bri- the bridge for over from the um, Museum of Science onto Storo Drive is a metal bridge. Um, <laughs> yeah, so isn't ra- that Longfellow? Um, no, Longfellow's in Cambridge. I, oh, I can't okay. That's not the reverse the curse bridge. No, um, and it's no, not it's the just, Harvard it's just, bridge it's just a, either. It's just a short. It's just a short little. It's like literally over like, like a overpass. little tiny little canal. Oh, oh, yeah. I know that bridge. It's purple uh, now, right? It lights up purple at night. No, 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 no. no. It's you're you're thinking this is, this, this, is, isn't, this is divergent. This is a vast discussion of Boston It's not. It's not. It's not like a bridge. Bridge. It's a metal grate over a, oh, okay. a body of water. Okay. There's. It's not car, like there's nothing. Yeah. It's just a metal grate. So yeah, raining and going over a metal grate. Over a t- yeah, it was just not great. It's hard to imagine already. like what are good equivalents of these sorts of things. <laughs> it's just like, all right, uh, we're going to need you to uh, to calculate the uh, return angles for the uh, the Apollo astronauts, <laughs> and if you do it wrong, they'll die. <laughs> yeah, I know you've was. never done math before, but just figure it out. <laughs> yeah, like it was not <laughs> maybe not a really good strat. Like I'll just say. <laughs> Oh, and before before you cal- do the calculations, I want you to get them to know them. You know, <laughs> really know the sticks. You know how to do surgery, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so yeah, no pressure, anything, Jolie. Um, all right, you guys, I have kept you way too long. This no, was so fun, so so fun. You guys, go watch Carvers of America. Yes. Read Jalopnik.com. Go to this car show. To the Dead Do Awards, all the what? things we tell you. Um, yeah, yeah, do do what we say. And um, don't bring food into the fucking car. <laughs> yeah, don't bring food yes. into the fucking car. Um, and patrons, I love, love, love you for being my patrons. I will catch you. I'm actually, I will not catch you next week because I'm going to be off. I'm going to be in L.A. getting all lit up on Thanksgiving um, instead of recording a podcast. I'm very excited. But I'm going to make you guys some, like, special something bonus ups in L.A. with Malls and Ronnie and all those, that whole gang out there. Um, so love, love, love you. Happy Thanksgiving to all. And I will catch you when I'm back from my L.A. trip. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.